At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It's VSIN's Bet Center, hour number three of four tonight. I'm Jeff Parles, live at the Circus Sportsbook Studio here for VSIN, the sports betting network. Well, my usual co-host on the show, Ben Wilson, going to be live from Texas with us in a half hour. You're not going to want to miss this week's Fade or Follow. Always a fun time on Fade or Follow here on the show. But let's dive right in to the NFL slate week number nine that began on Thursday with almost, I, I would say the most, very close. The Jets were seven yards away for probably the most ridiculous backdoor NFL cover that I can remember, down 26 in the second half, nearly covering that number. I know it was a high number at 10, but even so, with that offense against Indy, <laughs> Colts ended up winning the game 45-30 and covering the 10 or 10 and a half. So uh, just a little, little more sweaty moments than you would like if you bet Indianapolis in that one against the New York Jets on Thursday night. But let's dive right in. Let's start in Miami. Yes, I know. Let's, fun game, right? Let's start with the, the the dregs of the league here. Miami, the Dolphins hosting the Houston Texans. Good news for Houston, though. Terod Taylor, who we have not seen since the second quarter of week two against Cleveland. Looks like he's ready to go. Activated off IR earlier today. So Terod Taylor... Against Tua Tungavailoa, of course, the Houston Texans don't trade Deshaun Watson at the trade deadline. So Miami was the number one potential landing spot for Watson. They're rolling with Tua. And you look at this game. By the way, this was seven, six and a half. Taylor got named the starter pretty quickly back to five. And now we've seen the resistance back to five and a half at six. I will say this. I, I I guess betters were looking at this from the perspective that Taylor was going to play. I don't think the, the line was not baked in with Taylor starting. It was baked in with Mills starting. And I have a very hard, a very hard time imagining that Terod Taylor is only worth a point. He's worth three to me. From Davis Mills, Taylor in limited action so far this year in a game and a half. 
31 of 44 for 70%, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Uh, rushing the ball for Taylor. He had 40 yards against Jacksonville. He had the 15-yard scamper for a touchdown where he got hurt against Cleveland. But look, Terod Taylor is an average starter to me. Davis Mills is not even remotely close to that. And against Miami, where you look on your screen, we're talking about the two worst, two of the worst defenses in the league, if not the two worst in the league so far this year. The Miami Dolphins' smoking mirror run of 2020 was exactly that. It was smoke and mirrors. That defense stinks. And the only reason they were any good a year ago was because they turned the ball, they turned teams over. They scored points. That's not sustainable. We saw that less than five years ago with the Bears, where they won the NFC North in due part because that defense was brilliant next year to miss the playoffs. That was four years ago to be exact. But to see Miami's defense just totally fall apart, though, pretty staggering pretty quickly here. Turnover differential, one of the best in the league last year. Both of these teams, bad turnover differential, minus four. That's good for 24th, best in the league. Not good on either side there. This is going to be an ugly football game. Now, I will say this. I'm not sure if it's going to be ugly offensively because these horrible defenses or if the defenses are just going to make these horrible offenses look good. I would lean towards the latter, where these offenses that have, again, with with Taylor, you can't tell too much with that Jacksonville game because the Jaguars are terrible. But they really moved the ball against Cleveland while Taylor was in there. Houston did cover that game, but Houston was in the game with a chance maybe even to pull the big upset in Week 2 in Cleveland if Taylor didn't get hurt. 46.5, that total is up a little bit from the beginning of the week, up a point and a half. But I still like the over in this game, and I bet Houston at 6.5. I got to it quick quick enough to bet Houston 6.5. At 5.5, I would only bet Houston if we, if you can get six, which there are some out there, I would bet Houston at six. For the market to tell me that Terod Taylor's only a half a point better than Davis Mills, that is incorrect to me. It is at least a two-and-a-half-point move. All the sixes except for one here in Vegas are gone. Some of the newer jurisdictions have sixes, but very limited Mostly five and a half. If you see it back to six at any point tomorrow, I would say it's worth the bet on Houston. Five and a half, mm, I'd only bet Houston. I don't want Miami. I really think this Dolphin team is bad. They are the, the, they're the worst team in that division. I actually think the Jets are better than them, even with all the problems the Jets have. The Jets seemingly have found an NFL offense with Zach Wilson out. Imagine if they actually uh, let the kid run that offense and if the kid can play well even remotely, that offense is better than what Miami has right now. So I looked at the Texans here at five and a half. If it's six, it's a bet on the Houston Texans. Uh, 46 and a half, I would only bet the over in this one. Let's go to Dallas next. The Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. The Dallas Cowboys, 10-point favorites at DraftKings. That's really what the number is in most spots right now. For this one, uh, Denver, of course, coming off a 17-10 win last week against the Washington football team where they did everything humanly possible in order to make that game as sweaty as humanly possible for Denver backers in that one. They end up winning by a touchdown. They give Washington multiple cracks into the end zone and especially after the turnovers. The turnover. The turnover when you're trying to run out the clock for the Denver Broncos last week. Uh, Dallas Dak is expected to play after missing last week, of course. The dramatic win behind Cooper Rush in Minnesota last week. Uh, Cowboys are 6-1. and one. A 20-16 to 16 was the final last week. Tyron Smith, their stud left tackle is going to be out, though. That is big. Now, I don't expect Dallas to lose this game outright. No way. They are 7-0 against the number this year. They are the final unbeaten in the NFL against the number. Denver's been solid against the number 4-3-1. They had the one push mixed in there. Uh, that depended on the closing number. If you had 2.5 against Cleveland, you, you got home on the losing end there. 
But for me, 10 feels like too much. That feels like too much here, where as long as Denver is able to at least move the ball here, which, look, Dallas' defense is significantly better than it's been. Denver is a mediocre offense with Teddy Two Gloves. But you look at Dallas's defense, where they give up they give up yards. They're bend but don't break. And for Denver, a defense that has been really good at suppressing points. They have been good at suppressing yardage as well. They're number two in points allowed. They're sixth best in yards allowed this year. They've been really good. Dallas, 19th in yards allowed defensively. The one thing that's concerning and always in going against Dallas, and part of the reason they're 7-0 against the number so far this year, that offense is so good. They have, I've said this on a numbers game. I've said it on this show. The Dallas Cowboys remind me of the first year of Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, 2018, where that offense was virtually unstoppable. And you look at Dallas's offense as a whole. They've Those wide receivers, that's the best duo of wide receivers in the NFL with Cooper and Lamb. Said Wilson, who has come in for the injured Michael Gallup, has been great as the number three wide receiver. And, of course, the running back combination of Elliott and and uh, the kid from Memphis, whose the name is escaping me at the moment uh, for whatever reason, has been great as well this year for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Tony Pollard, of course. But 10 is a lot, and you're asking a team to move to 8-0 and against the number which is an extraordinarily hard task. I would only bet Denver here, Wes Reynolds and I, in the weekend Warriors entry, did put the Denver Broncos in the contest behind us here at Circa getting 10. Uh, but that is look, the only concern, as always, with Dallas games, is getting throwing yourself in front of that offense is really a difficult time to be on. Very difficult side to be against, just because of how good they are. Just looking at some props, as you see on the board there, none of those rushing props interest me. If I were to look at an at a prop, I'd actually look to go to the anytime touchdown market. I would look at Dalton Schultz with Blake Jarwin out, plus 190 to score a touchdown for Dalton Schultz, uh, Schultz, I should say. And I also like Jerry Judy's receiving total over 59.5. That has been bet up through this week. But Jerry Judy finally healthy. He looked good last week against the Washington football team. And Denver's playing catch-up like they very easily could here. Jerry Judy's going to get some yardage. Jerry Judy's going to have a day there. So I would look to go over 59.5 on Jerry Judy receiving yards. That would be the prop I would look at. By the way, there were no props in the Houston game that I would really look at. Maybe a Terod Taylor rushing if it's under 20. Uh, you look to go over that. In that one, there was some there was some 18 and a half out there earlier today. I do like that over on Terod Taylor in the last game. But the prop for this one, Jerry Judy, uh, again, bet up, was 56 and a half. That was a great number. Been bet up to 59 and a half. Still good at 59 and a half on Jerry Judy. When we get back, we're going to Baltimore. The Ravens and the Vikings. Ravens laying six. What do I think about that one? We'll discuss it next as we roll along on VSIN's Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. And Indeed is your all in one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high quality people. Visit indeed.com slash credit for more. Before we get back into the NFL, of course, the show is VSN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. The regular. Co-host of mine on this program, Ben Wilson, will be with us next segment from Abilene, Texas. He's from somewhere in Texas this week. But I have to mention this real quick. In the college football ranks, and look, Jimmy Lake has had a very rough go of it this year in Washington. Fourth and 10, down by eight at their own 10-yard line with 157 to go and one timeout? I have to double-check that at the time. Jimmy Lake elected to have his punting unit go out. And they promptly snapped the ball over the punter's head into the end zone and threw the back of it for safety. Oregon's going to win and likely cover. 26-16, a minute four to go. Washington's out of timeouts now. Uh, So maybe they had two left, actually. But still, just... There's a lot of bad coaching out there, guys. There's a lot of bad coaching out there in college. There's a lot of bad coaching out there in the NFL. Which, by the way, uh, Mike McCarthy being the coach of the year favorite is hilarious on multiple levels. Because even though Dallas is on loss, Dallas probably undefeated without McCarthy and would be the Super Bowl favorites without McCarthy in my book. Because of him is the reason they're not going to win the title in the end of this year, even though I think that offense is the best in the National Football League. Let's go to Baltimore next, though. The Ravens hosting the Minnesota Vikings, the Battle of Purple. Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love the uh, Who doesn't love the color purple? Uh, but looking at uh, at this one, Minnesota's a six point underdog on the road. Fifty and a half is your total, up from forty nine and a half. There's fifty out there as well. Eric Eager likes this over up to fifty one. Here's the deal with Minnesota. We'll get to Baltimore in a second, who, of course, Baltimore coming off a bye week. uh, The last time we saw them, they got blasted by Cincinnati, and we all fooled ourselves that Cincinnati may have taken taken the leap, and then Cincinnati flipped around and lost to the Jets, as we know. The Minnesota Vikings this year are as they're pretty significant underachievers so far. They're three and four. They're four losses this year. They lost in overtime to Cincinnati week one on the controversial fumble by Dalvin Cook. I thought he was down. Needed maybe five yards, and it would have been in Greg Joseph field goal range who hit hit the long field goal to force overtime in that one. Week two against Arizona, lose 34-33. Greg Joseph misses a chippy field goal. Then comes the ridiculous losses. 
losing 14-7 to to Cleveland, and then last week losing at home on primetime to Cooper Rush, 20-16. to That offense is so talented. They have a top-five running back in Cook. They have as a top-five wide-receiving duo in Thielen and Jefferson. I know it's popular to make fun of Kirk Cousins and say he's average. Kirk Cousins up until last week has been really good this year. Really good this year. And you look at the talent, you're 23rd in the league in points per game. Even though they're in the top 10 in yardage. They have a great turnover differential. They're under 500. This team's coaching staff is stuck in 2009. And look, I liked Mike Zimmer at the time he was hired. I thought he did a really nice job a few years ago getting them to an NFC Championship game with Case Keenum. I think it's pretty apparent at this point, after seeing what has happened across the board, and I know they're having a disappointing season in Cleveland, but it's sure looking like Kevin Stefanski could have been the brains of that operation up there in Minnesota, even more more so than John DiFilippo, who, of course, after leaving Minnesota, <laughs> uh, we saw in Jacksonville and was horrible last year. The biggest thing more than anything with Minnesota, the play calling is dreadful. The game management is terrible. That team desperately, the best case scenario for that team is that the Minnesota Vikings missed the playoffs this year. And they have to go get rid of this coaching staff and start fresh. Props you see on the board, passing props. Not really a fan of any of those. Maybe Cousins over a half interception, maybe. But Baltimore secondary really isn't any good. The Ravens are very fortunate to be 5-2. and two. Very fortunate. Their two losses uh, here in Vegas to the Raiders in overtime. Quite frankly, a game they probably should have won. And the blowout loss at home to Cincinnati before the bye. We're really, that was a confluence of events of just playing a big, Game against the Chargers the week before where they really did destroy him, but an emotional win, a big game. The overtime comeback against Indianapolis. But in this in this mix for Baltimore, the fortunate win against Kansas City with the fumble by Edwards Hilaire, where they're already in Butker field goal range. The historically long field goal by Justin Tucker of 66 yards to beat the still currently winless Detroit Lions. This Baltimore team I don't think is that good. And even though I would only want to lay the six, because I think that's one. this is one of those situations for Minnesota where one loss turns into two because of the way that they lost that game to Dallas last week. Baltimore's not as good as their record shows. They're really not close to being as good as that record shows. And I'm very curious for Baltimore where they play in a division that is a little more competitive than you would have thought. But Baltimore, after they get, look, they get the next two weeks, they play at Miami on Thursday night. They should be a big favorite on the road, even on a short week. And they play the Bears on the road after this. After that, that schedule gets tough. I know Cleveland is not what the team we thought they were going to be, but two games with Cleveland, two games with Pittsburgh, who has seemingly found themselves. Cincinnati on the road, who's already beaten them once. And home games against Green Bay and the Rams. That is a brutal schedule after tomorrow and the two games after that. Got to rack up these wins if you're the Baltimore Ravens. Six-point favorites across the board right now. I would only look to lay, but it's a tepid, tepid lay with the Baltimore Ravens in that one. Let's go to the biggest line on the board this week. The Buffalo Bills on the road. The biggest favorites in the NFL this week at Jacksonville. The 15s have been gobbled up. We're really seeing 14.5 consensus across the market, including in DraftKings. 48.5 48.5 the total. Now, Buffalo's coming off a lackluster win, but they did cover against Miami 26-11 last week. Jacksonville was embarrassed 31-7 in Seattle off the bye week. Buffalo against bad teams this year. 35 nothing against Miami. 43-21 against Washington. 40 to nothing against Houston. 26 to 11 against Miami. So against teams that are under 500, 
at this in, in particular moment, Buffalo's covered all of them. And there's only been one team that scored more than 11 points against them. They have just annihilated bad teams. And Jacksonville, look, I, they really, I, I'm kind of surprised that Jacksonville didn't take advantage of the situation that happened after the Bengal game with Urban Meyer to just say, you know what, this didn't work. This is a bad idea. We're in Cup 8. Probably better for it in the long haul if we don't keep Urban around. Jacksonville this year had a good effort against Cincinnati, and they and they won the game against Miami, and that was basically it. All their other efforts have been pretty mediocre. The only reason they were competitive against Arizona was there were the at the time would have been a record field goal attempt uh, from Prater was short, and they returned it 109 yards. Look at Buffalo on the on under on, on all those stats though, best turnover differential, most points per game. Best uh, best uh, scoring defense, best score uh, best yardage defense. They are really good. I am just concerned about Buffalo in the long term against the better opponents. Buffalo's two best opponents they played this year, and I guess right now Pittsburgh's better than Kansas City. They have lost. The only if you think Kansas City's better than than Pittsburgh, fine. That not really, but they, that that is one we're quibbling with more than anything. Kansas City obviously did destroy it on a Sunday night. But Buffalo's schedule, after next week, they play at the Jets. We have no idea who's playing quarterback yet for New York in that game. Indy, Saints on Thanksgiving, New England, Tampa. Those are really the tough stretch. This is a team that is probably going to get the number one seed in the AFC and be able to play their way through. Look, they're the rightful favorites in the AFC. I understand why they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl because... They're the heavy favorites to get the number one seed in the AFC. By the way, I, I don't want any props in this game. I would be concerned if Buffalo just gets so far out in front and Jacksonville still can't move the ball even against that defense when the game's out of hand. And Allen doesn't get Allen gets a little bit uh gets benched late. Even though Mitchell Trubisky was put on the COVID list today. So a little bit of an interesting situation to monitor potentially there with Buffalo. Ben Wilson with us next for Fader Follow on VEASAN's Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available at VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. So head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data today for every game. And at now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. And of course, VEASAN.com slash odds where you can get all the odds on all the sports here at VEASAN. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. And now with us, live from Abilene, Texas, the my usual co-host of this program, Ben Wilson. Oh, look at that. A cozy and all for Ben Wilson here on a uh, on a uh, beautiful Saturday night in the middle of Texas, Ben. I, I, Jeff, I mean, thank you for setting the stage. Yes, here, <laughs> here in Texas. Look, I, I leave Vegas, and Aaron Rodgers goes off the deep end. UNLV football wins a game. Arizona football wins a game. Jimmy Lake is is trying his hardest to finally lose his job while I'm sitting here in my hotel room. I, what what is happening? I think I need, I don't know. Should I just stay out here in Texas because we've had total carnage this you, week? And and you, you neglected to mention Alabama almost lost to LSU tonight. Alabama uh, yeah. surviving twenty to fourteen. Yes, UNLV and Arizona winning on the same day. Uh, even though I will say uh, the city of Berkeley probably most responsible for Arizona's win more than anything today with all uh, the players that was out for COVID protocol for Cal. But, Ben, you're here for a reason. It's fade or follow. We can't do fade or follow without you. So well, we, we, that's why you're here more than anything. And let's just start with the number one consensus. And this is not much of a shock here. When you see a big move like this in the line compared to uh, what what it is right now uh, in the contest, uh, 
the San Francisco 49ers currently three-point favorites in both spots against the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, game-time decision. DeAndre Hopkins, game-time decision for the Arizona Cardinals. Ben, in the contest, as you see on your screen, the Niners with 1,679 selections, getting a point, the number one selection. And I'll ask you, fade or follow here on this one? Well, first off, thanks for including me. I mean, you don't, you didn't have to do this. So that thanks for, you know, otherwise quiet little <laughs> evening here in Ablin. So thank you for including me on fade or follow. I am I am going to follow this. I am going to follow it even even at the current number, Jeff, even okay. as this is getting bet up to two and, and two and a half. I was on San Francisco in the first meeting between these two teams. And if you could make the argument in that game, were it not for Trey Lance, not understanding how to hold the ball as a quarterback, extending for the goal line, that could have been a completely different game. If you remember, Arizona, five, five and a half, win 17-10. But it was interesting to me, just kind of thinking about the matchup first off, and we know coming in, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, both game-time decisions. Just knowing those two players, Jeff, you expect them to play. How much close to 100% will they be? That's kind of anybody's guess. But my thing on this, Jeff, is even if they were 100%, I mean, think about how, how, how the Niners' defense schemed them up in that game in Glendale. Kyler Murray, 22-31, 239, a touchdown, seven carries for one yard in that game. And that, to me, Jeff, like we came away from that game thinking, all right, Trey Lance is not really ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL because, as, as you have pointed out multiple times on the network, there was just basically the 2021 version of the wing T offense <laughs> in that game. But I think the bigger story out of that was I felt like San Francisco, a defense that has really struggled at times this year, had a pretty good scheme and, and had a pretty good sense of how to defend that Arizona offense. What's funny now is with Jimmy Garoppolo back healthy, George Kittle returning this week for San Francisco, even with how banged up they've been, Jeff, Niners still, at least according to football outsiders and their advanced numbers, they've had a better offense on the course of the season than Arizona, which is kind of amazing when you take a step back and think about it. So I would have liked San Francisco coming into this game anyway, even with the full health of of Kyler Murray and, and DeAndre Hopkins. You, obviously, we, we talk about this all the time. This play is kind of just a bet against the number. But at the same time, I like the spot for San Francisco. I thought I was dead in the water last week. And you just wonder, Jeff, you know, not to overemphasize the importance of one play, but down 16-9, really didn't, couldn't do anything, looked, looked lifeless in Chicago. That 80-yard screen pass to Debo Samuel completely changed the tenor of that game. I'll be interested to see how that carries over into this week. Yes, uh, Debo Samuel is questionable with the calf injury he suffered last week. The expectation is he he will go. Uh, George Kittle activated off IR today, so looking like he's going to play as well. So San Francisco uh, getting healthier, and of course Jimmy Garoppolo will get the start. For the Niners, uh, we put this in the contest behind us, Ben, uh, uh, Wes Reynolds and I in our weekend Warriors entry. Look, not surprising at all that this was number one. This was the expectation for me. Like Minnesota last week, we expected a consensus for San Francisco. For them being number one, I'm not surprised. Because as you said, Ben, and as I've said plenty of times, San Francisco running the modern-day wing T lost by six the first go-around. Also in that game, there was a, 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 a the Arizona's only touchdown on a on a field on a, on a real field on that game. Actually, their only touchdown of the game period in that one was a situation where Kyle Shanahan had fourth and two, right around midfield, and they went for it. Where a punt actually, and again, you know I'm anti punting when it's close. That actually would have been the right time to punt. Arizona hadn't moved the ball all day, pin them back. Instead, Arizona. Three plays, short field, touchdown after that. And, Ben, one other thing we have seen with Arizona over these last two years, when Kyler Kyler Murray, more than any quarterback in the league, has been impacted when these nagging injuries pop up. We saw it last year. When he wasn't 100%, the Cardinals went from a legit top seven offense to a bottom 10 offense with Kyler Murray banged up. Of course, last year, final week, Murray was unable to Murray got hurt early in that game against the Rams. John Strebler came in and just threw gasoline on the flyer against the Rams. But, Ben, uh, Kyler Murray is impacted more by injuries than almost any other quarterback in this league. So I expect San Francisco to slow down Arizona. I think 24 points in this game is more than enough for the Niners to get an outright win. And even at the three, I would agree with you, I would only bet San Francisco right now. So you and I are both following the consensus with pick number one. 
All right. A, fo- a follow. Yeah. And look, that's something we too, we talked about Jeff at the start of the year, why we weren't super bullish on Arizona just in general, because weeks one through 11 last year, basically every single game, Arizona was in the positive EPA expected points added per play. And if you remember weeks one through 11, Kyler Murray was at hundred percent full health last year, hundred percent Weeks uh, 11 to 17. They were negative EPA per play. So not to super simplify things and, and really dumb it down. But I mean, you, you kind of, you can do that in a case like this with Murray banged up. That offense just was, was really predictable and, and they were ineffective last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that for sure. Let's go to pick number two by the consensus. And that is a road team traveling West to East. Now schedule makers did the Chargers a favor here, Ben. This is a 4 o'clock Eastern kick, so it's regular 1 o'clock Pacific kick in Philadelphia. The Chargers, one-and-a-half-point favorites at Philadelphia. Consensus pick number two, Ben. And this is the line that I didn't quite understand this whole week. And it, and here's the thing, though. It has not budged. You see a two at DraftKings, but basically the entire market, other than that, at one-and-a-half on the Chargers – this number has not budged all week, Ben, which has me thinking, what do other people know here or what are the heavy analytics guys have this number uh, put at? Because I would have expected this thing to be bet to two, two and a half, and maybe even touch three, and that just has not happened this week. Yeah, Jeff, I think that from first from the, uh, the analytics numbers guy's perspective, the one that the one divergence here of, of, of strengths versus weaknesses that I think would scare you if, if you're betting, if you're backing the Chargers here. And I'm with, I am going to follow this. This was a contest play for me, but it is strictly a spot play for me. And I'm going into it acknowledging there are some things that make me a little bit worried about the Chargers here, even though on the surface and why in the end I'm going to follow this is like you have a team with a couple losses in a row with a coach who is, is we've kind of broken this down. You're, you're looking at Brandon Staley versus Nick Sirianni. I think you and I both would take. Brandon Staley in, in this oh, matchup yeah. every single every single day of the week. Uh, yeah, certainly, yeah, a little, little bit of a little little ease as well from the scheduling standpoint that it's not the early kickoff. We saw what happened the last time the Chargers had one of those on the East Coast. But from the analytics standpoint, uh, you have a Charger defense on the rushing side that has been historically bad. And what's the one thing Philadelphia can actually do? It's, it's running the football, fourth and rush offense DVOA this season. So to me, you know, and it's not the same level that we saw as far as a mismatch win. L.A. went into Baltimore, and we kind of said, yeah, well, Baltimore runs the ball. I mean, that's what they do, sure, and L.A. can't really defend it. But you know what? They'll be fine. They've got Justin Herbert. And clearly it did not work out that way. I think the other thing that, that you could make a case, this could even be more concerning, Jeff. I don't know how you feel on it, but Herbert last two weeks, 54% completion percentage, and it's it's come out now he's been playing with a banged-up right hand, limited in practice earlier in the week. He'll, he'll obviously go and, and be playing through it. But that's always one of those things for a guy as dynamic as him and who really leads, spearheads that offense. You tend to worry, I mean, ever so slightly. And, and so for me, I, I, I would have no issue if you wanted to tease Philadelphia up is that in that long teaser candidate for this week is that short home dog. But those are a couple of the factors why I'm not I'm not actually that surprised the line has stayed where it is. I was reading our uh, Chris Andrews, the uh, sharp uh, report. There's a lot, a lot of money early on Philly, Jeff. So not too surprising, but I would still follow this play here. I will tell you if I'm fading or following this play when we get back on the other side as we continue fade or follow as we roll along on VEASAN's Bet Center, live from Circa and Abilene, Texas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN midseason football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet email, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis. On VEASAN.com and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. You sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. By the way, a, uh, a bet center investigation shows that uh, College Hoops starts on Tuesday. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff right there. Uh, 70 games on Tuesday in College Hoops. Wild. Just came out of nowhere yet again. Uh, let's bring our guy Ben Wilson back in. Uh, I'm Jeff Parles, by the way. Uh, this is the usual duo on this show. Uh, I'm live in Las Vegas at the Circus Sports Studio. Ben is at a, Ben is live in Abilene, Texas, at a, in his hotel room. Uh, uh, on the call, what, what are you on assignment with again, Ben? It's it's uh, it's NCAA soccer postseason, Jeff. There we I mean, go. Come on, you don't. It goes right into college basketball. Everybody knows that. We have a, a conference championship match tomorrow. At, uh, at 1 p.m. Central, which I'm sure everybody will be tuning into over uh, over the NFL. And then, yes, next week, uh, Gardner-Webb UNLV on uh, on Wednesday night. There we go. First call, so that'll be our first uh, call of the year. There, there we go. They're running Bulldogs and the running Rebels. A lot, a lot of running run. going on. A lot of running in that one, for sure. Uh, ben, let's uh, continue our fade or follow here with, if I was fading or following the Chargers, and we're following. We're following on that. We put that in the contest. Now, look, Ben, for whatever reason, I – I'm a lot more concerned about this play than I probably should be because this number has stuck. It has been at one and a half the whole week. This matchup on paper to me is a mismatch. You know, you know my thoughts if you listen to me on this show or on a numbers game. I think the Eagles are terrible. I think they're a terrible football team. I think they're poorly coached. I think Hertz is not an NFL starter, to put it politely. That defense is good against bad teams, has been horrible against good offenses. This feels like a great get-right scenario, even though it's on the road traveling almost 3,000 miles from L.A. to Philadelphia for the Chargers. But that number, just standing pat at one and a half basically the whole week. There's some two out there now. That's the only concern I have. But the Chargers are much better. It's a get-right spot. I think they roll, and we're going to follow the one and a half on the Chargers. Now, Ben, let's go to number three. And I'll be honest with you, Ben. I was surprised this was in the top five. And I was very surprised that it was ahead of what came in at number four. Granted, it was only 18 18 selections more than the fourth one, but this third one is the Battle of Ohio. The Cincinnati Bengals laying two and a half against Cleveland is the third selection right now in Circa Million. Of course, the Circa Million results, uh, the selection counts came out earlier in the day with the picks due at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Ben, are you fading or following the Bengals laying two and a half? Ah. 
I, I want to just pass on this game. If you're making me pick a side, I think the fact that there's this has crept down, we saw it three, it opened down to two and a half, and you're seeing some spots at two. I would take Cincinnati with the side, but I don't know why you would put this in, in a contest. I'm I'm really surprised that this was a was a consensus this week. Because especially too early, early in the week, you saw a lot of people uh, gobble up the Browns, and they've, they've continued to do that. There's this weird general narrative, Jeff, that, all right, now we see Odell Beckham leave the team, and everybody's citing that stat. All right, Baker Mayfield last year, 11 touchdowns, one pick without Odell. It's like, what, is that supposed to just magically fix all of the injury issues on the Cleveland side? And you still have Jack Conklin at right tackle outs. So they were 28th in rushing last week without him. And against the Pittsburgh defense that does them and Cincinnati have a lot of similarities on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, having said that, I look with, with Cincinnati here, I, the, you, you berated me for not taking the Bengals in survivor last week. <laughs> hey, you really, were right. You were right. At the end of the day, I mean, I took the chiefs. It's not like it was that much better of a pick. I mean, I somehow got there and I am still somehow alive. It was a much better it, pick. It got there, Ben. Well, you're right. It did get there. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there was that 2% of my brain that still said, I just don't trust Zach Taylor on the road in a spot like that going into New York against the Jets. And I, even though the Browns have been so banged up and struggling as of late, and even though Kevin Stefanski has had a couple of questionable in-game calls after just seeming like this perfect uh, poster child for, for new wave NFL coaching, I, to me, Kevin Stefanski is still a big coaching upgrade over a guy like Zach Taylor in a divisional spot like this. There's really no home field advantage when you're talking about a Cincinnati game. So uh, to, to me, I'm not surprised people uh, people grabbed the three that they that they had the opportunity to with Cleveland. And I'm not surprised that people are wanting to lay it back with Cincinnati at under a field goal. I am just surprised that you would have enough confidence either way to put this in the contest. So if you made me, I would follow, but uh, not with a lot of confidence here. We followed, we put it in. So, of course, naturally, really? we have one, two, and three this week, wow. which is not it's a little bit alarming. A little bit alarming to say that. Look, I'm the a, show normally goes, Jeff. Ben, I'm really surprised that this was put in there. I, I The theories of it make a, make a little sense. You see a, a, a team that is considered by the public. And look, even before Cincinnati, it has been proven, even the, even the last week, obviously, it was a debacle for them. Cincinnati's pretty clearly a good football team this year. At least offensively, we know uh, they have great weapons. That defense up until last week had played really well this year. But I'm surprised that this was in there. Now, looking at the with the two major contests in town, Circa Million and, uh, and Westgate Super Contest, there are some other options with numbers in the Westgate where it makes a little more sense on why Cincinnati would may not be in that one. But for this one, with the numbers that the Millions has been, it's very hard to find a fifth one. The other four that are in here make a lot of sense to me. But Cincinnati being in here was surprising. Now, of course, as you mentioned, Conklin is out for Cleveland on the offensive line. We've saw, we've seen this year when they've had tackle injuries that things have gone really awry for them. We also know Odell Beckham's not going to be on the team as of Monday. I don't know how I don't know how much of him not being there impacts Cleveland in a positive way. So Cincinnati to get it's a get right spot. It's a bounce back spot after the horrible loss last week to the Jets. So laying two and a half, we're starting to see some two in the market as well. I think Cincinnati's a good bet in this one to get it done, win the game by at least the field goal in that rivalry game against the Browns. So Cincinnati follow for me. Next up, New England. Three and a half point favorites at Carolina in the consensus yet again. Man, the, the public, the consensus loves the New England Patriots, man. This is three straight weeks New England has been in the consensus. Uh, they covered in both the first two attempts, uh, Seven against the Jets two weeks ago, one fifty four thirteen. Last week, getting uh, getting five in the contest, ended up closing three and a half, and won the game outright in LA, twenty seven twenty four. Ben, this one three and a half point favorites against Carolina. We're starting to see this number come back in betting markets because Christian McCaffrey's going to play. Sam Darnold clear concussion protocol will be a game time decision if, because of his shoulder. PJ Walker would be the guy behind him. But, Ben, I'll just give you my answer first before going to you. I don't care who plays quarterback in this game. Either it's going to be a guy who has zero career starts starting against a Belichick defense or Darnold, who Belichick has owned his soul so far in the NFL in the six matchups. 0-6 against Belichick, Darnold is. Or, excuse me, 0-5 because he didn't play in the first game his rookie season because of injury. 0-5. 
and just horrible numbers across the board for Darnold. More turnovers than touchdowns. You saw ghosts in that one game on a Monday night in, the Met, in MetLife. But, but Ben, I would follow this. We did not end up putting this in a contest, but I would follow this. I wouldn't be shocked if New England wins a low-scoring game comfortably here in Charlotte tomorrow afternoon. Is is one touchdown, six picks uh, at a fifty three percent completion? Pretty bad. Percentage. Is, is, that, is that bad? Pretty bad. Sam Donald and his career against Bill Belichick. It, I'm I'm with you as well. This is this is a contest play for me, and it, I, I share some of the like the, the pseudo frustration with some of these games that are in the consensus because so much of this, as we've talked about every week, Jeff is just a part of it is the game theory element. You don't necessarily want to have a ton of these games that the rest of the entire contest also has. It just means you're, it's fewer opportunities for you to pick up games on the leaders uh, for, for you know, the, the vast majority of us in these contests. So I, I'm also I'm a, not, I'm a little surprised only because you knew that McCaffrey was likely to come back. And most people are not, especially public betters, not wanting to lay a hook, especially with the road team. But it's Bill Belichick. It's the Patriots. It's kind of a different animal. And, and to me, Jeff, more than anything, it's the fact that New England is clearly – it's shown a great deal of improvement in, in this second oh, yeah. half of you know second half of the first half of the year. And kind of going down and, and, and looking at the specific numbers, you go weeks one through four, New England, 23rd in offensive success rate, 25th in early down success. Weeks five through eight, and keep in mind, playing a Dallas defense that's top 10, a Charger pass defense that's top five. It's not like they've been beating up against terrible teams, even though the Jets were in one of those games. And the Texans have at least been stingy, about 15th in the league against the pass. But the last four weeks, up to 10th in success rate, 7th in early down success. Clearly, they've been able to develop Mac Jones pretty effectively over the last four weeks after the slow start. And you're getting, you mentioned everything about Sam Darnold. And not only that, Matt Rule came out and and said, Christian McCaffrey is going to be on a snap count. And I still don't really trust that they're just going to let him go full bore 100% in a game like this. So give me New England. Yeah, I, I don't see it either. And again, I don't care who plays quarterback. I have a hard time seeing Carolina moving the ball. And again, you mentioned it with that offense. Josh McDaniels has called a bunch of great games in a row. We're going to keep Ben for one more segment. One more game to fade or follow and Survivor Talk next on Beeson's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.